Last summer, the off-color postings on Facebook, where else, by a group of Border Patrol agents caused an uproar. A review by the agency recommended that seven of them be fired, but four of the seven are still on the job. Many others who should have received no-pay suspensions got reprimands instead. With some analysis of what's going on, we turn to federal employment attorney Deborah Diagostino. Deborah, good to have you back. Good to be here. This kind of case where someone posts something that had to do with violence against certain elected public officials and throwing things at them and so forth, the kind of things that would cast doubt on the ability to do law enforcement fairly, what generally happens in these types of cases? Well, these cases are tricky because this is generally off-duty conduct, but most agencies and most federal employees are still held to a standard of conduct based on the agency's code of conduct, even you know when they are off-duty. And so that's certainly the case with these folks. The CBP code of conduct required that they act with dignity even when they're off-duty. And so that certainly extends to their activity on social media. I guess the underlying theory is that if public officials, whether law enforcement or policymakers or anybody, acts in a radical way, let's say, in their private life, that comes visible to the public. That's just simply going to cast out on their credibility in their official duties, at least in theory, correct? Exactly. This was a group that others on Facebook could potentially see. It it was somewhat closed, but it was a huge group and many people knew what was going on inside of it, including upper level officials at CBP. Obviously, right now, with all that CBP is doing, it certainly needs to not have any further dings on its reputation so that it's respected. And what is the general process when this comes to light for an agency? Who acts and what are the hierarchy of activities? So there's usually an administrative inquiry that takes place, and that's what happened here. So at DHS, they have their Office of Professional Responsibility, or OPR, do an investigation. They did that, and then a discipline was proposed for several individuals. And then who carries out the discipline or who, who accepts that recommendation? So after there's a proposal, the employees have due process rights, and that includes the right to see the evidence against them, the right to reply to the charge, and in some cases, the right to counsel. And so I assume that these individuals took advantage of their due process rights, made arguments as to why, for example, removal was overly harsh, and then a deciding official then issues the decision. There isn't really a strict time frame on this process. A lot of times it does sort of linger, but it sounds like some of these decisions are coming out. It sounds like some may still be pending, although although that's, that's not entirely clear. But end of the day, it looks like three Border Patrol employees were fired for this misconduct. Others, it looks like, had 30-day suspensions proposed, which, which is a severe sanction that, that is considered an adverse action. And it looks like those were downgraded to a letter of reprimand, which is really the lowest level of discipline available in the federal government. And how cut and dried is the law in these cases? Because a Facebook posting is an ambiguous thing. It's not like they say, came to work drunk or struck somebody on the job or struck a supervisor, that kind of thing, which I think is one of the cases where you can have immediate dismissal. This is kind of in a gray area. Sure, it is. You know, in each case, I assume OPR had to look at what the particular individual said and how offensive that was or, or how much it butted against the code of conduct. Obviously, now we've, we've got a president who tweets almost every day, sometimes multiple times a day, and quite frankly, tweets things that would get most federal employees in trouble. And so, you know, I think that has caused some complications. I mean, typically, those at the top are held to a higher standard. You know, here, that was certainly an issue. It did look like senior 
folks had knowledge or even contributed to this conversation. But, you know, that this issue with social media has certainly been one where I imagine employees are arguing, hey, you know, if the president can do it, why can't I? That is a tricky position for the government to be in. I mean, it, it really is supposed to be that, that those at the top are, are held to the highest standard and those down below are certainly held to a standard. But it's, it's always sort of been that those at the top get in the most trouble for this sort of thing. So it'll be interesting to see going forward how social media use gets potentially further regulated for federal employees. We're speaking with Deborah Diagostino. She's a federal employment attorney and founding partner of the Federal Practice Group. It seems like social media, which is, in my view, mostly corrosive in the effects that it has on the world, has brought a new element in recent years and a growing one into the issue of conduct and public perception of the, I guess, rectitude of public officials. And so what do you see happening there, perhaps? It really is a tricky issue because federal employees do have First Amendment rights, and they don't lose those by virtue of being employed in the federal government. And so there is a right when you're off duty to say what's on your mind. But, you know, again, it, it, it's got to be something that falls within uh, the code of conduct. A few years ago, an issue came up when people were posting sort of unofficial accounts, so unofficial um, Forest Service account or whatever on Twitter. And there was some talk about whether or not those folks should get in trouble. And, you know, my opinion is is the sort of unofficial accounts of, of agencies that were popping up a few years ago are protected by the First Amendment. If you're talking about a matter of public concern, even if you're a federal employee, you do retain those rights. Yeah. So again, the issue is, is what you're saying on social media protected speech by the First Amendment, or is it misconduct in violation of the agency's code? And that really needs to be looked at on a case-by-case basis. Now, these employees at CBP posted postings about certain members of Congress they didn't like and other elected officials. Does the Hatch Act come into play in, the, in such a case? Uh, it could. Um, in this case, I think that what really stood out and what really violated the conduct code was that these all had a racist undertone to them or even blatant overtone. Whereas if someone was just coming out and saying something you know, about a person in Congress's stance on an issue, that is allowable. It doesn't violate the Hatch Act. If someone came out and said, you know, vote for this person or, you know, give money to this person, that would run afoul. So um, there is a lot of gray here and federal employees would be wise to use caution before forwarding a tweet or liking a post. It's actually pretty hard to run afoul of the Hatch Act. You you really kind of have to be intentionally advocating for uh, an actual candidate for a federal office or asking for money for that person. So it's it's, it's not like you're going to usually accidentally violate the Hatch Act. You know, like I said, federal employees are certainly smart to use caution right now on, on social media. And getting back to the CBP case, so we do know that three were fired, four on the job, a number of people that were not to be recommended for firing, but fines, that is to say unpaid suspensions, but instead got letters of reprimand. Should the agency itself be publicizing what happened? So even though people might criticize what it did, at least it's transparent. You know, that that's another tricky issue. Um, so these individuals who were disciplined do have rights to privacy, and the Privacy Act does protect discipline of federal employees. You know, at the same time, I think CBP does want it out there that they're doing something about this. And, you know, I, I think it's going to be 
a mixed message as to whether or not they're they're saying they are going to fire people for conduct like this or if they're saying, you know what, uh, in some cases you're just going to get a, a reprimand and people will look at that and say, well, you know, maybe that's not such a big deal. I don't have to be so careful. So, you know, what we don't know sitting on the outside is what set the folks who got fired apart from those who got a reprimand. You know, it could be that someone had already gotten in trouble two or three times for the same thing, in which case the agency said, this is it, you're out, you know, or it could be that they just said something so egregious that the agency said, we can't tolerate this. And maybe the folks who got letter of reprimands just liked the post or made a comment on it that was inappropriate, but not so inappropriate that a termination was warranted. You know, these, these cases should be dealt with on an individual basis. You know, like I said, someone who's a supervisor maybe should be held to a higher standard than, you know, a new employee who doesn't really know what's going on yet. You know, someone who's got outstanding performance might be given a little extra leeway versus someone who's always been a problem employee. So there's a lot of factors that go into what level of discipline makes sense in any given situation. Deborah Diagostino is a federal employment attorney and founding partner of the Federal Practice Group. Thanks so much for joining me. Sure thing. Glad to be here. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash Podcast One to learn more and start your free trial.